Did you know that the original Final Fantasy creator, Hironobu Sakaguchi, made a spiritual successor to that legendary series called Fantasian for Apple Arcade, and every level in the game is a handmade, physical miniature model. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing, and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today at sifter.com.au forward slash arcade for a one month free trial of Apple Arcade and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. This offer is for new subscribers only $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. Sifter.com.au Hi, I'm Adam Christou. And I'm Gianni DiGiovanni. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Doom Eternal composer Mick Gordon lays out alleged mistreatment by id Software. A sequel to Control has been announced and Netflix is back making another video game TV show. Here's the news for Sunday, 13th of November. Let's go. Articles to read, podcasts to listen to, and videos to watch on sifter.com.au. You might have heard that Australian composer Mick Gordon, who worked on both the Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal soundtracks, had a pretty messy breakup with developer id Software after creating some of those most iconic soundtracks of recent history. Well, this week, Gordon posted a detailed account of his side of the story, addressing the short time frame required to produce the Doom Eternal soundtrack and straight up ripping and tearing into the actions of id Studio Director Marty Stratton. The statement, partially a response to Stratton's own Reddit post from 2020, blamed Gordon for the failures of Doom Eternal OST, calls out a grueling two-year crunch, some delayed contracts, and frankly, some pretty poor planning. While Gordon claims he delivered the 12 tracks originally contracted, the final soundtrack had 59 tracks included, the rest being produced by id Software Sound Director Chad Mossholder, who's credited as a co-artist. Now, Doom's music is procedural. It's not as simple as just pulling an MP3 from the game and chucking them up on Spotify. And Gordon alleges that Mossholder had been working on a version since at least 2019, much longer than Gordon had to work on his project. And the final version was filled with clipping, overlapping mixes, and random edits. At the time of the reporting, neither parent company Microsoft nor Bethesda, Zenimax, ID, Stratton, or anyone else involved in this mess have responded to the allegations. Mick Gordon joined us on Lightmap to share his creative process creating the soundtrack. He was generous and fascinating to speak to. So if you'd like to hear a bit more of that, check out our link in the show notes. Control, the hit spooky sci-fi action game from Remedy, is getting a sequel. Still in the early stages of development, Michael Kazarinen, game director, said in a brief statement that the follow-up to the 2019 hit was the most exciting projects he'd ever worked on. The game will be published by Remedy in 505 Games, and the first title was absolutely one of the best games of last generation. The original game is absolutely stunning to look at, and the interface design is something else. Seriously, give it a go if you can. It's usually available on a pretty big discount. And there are current-gen PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions available too. Nintendo held their Indie World Showcase this week with a bunch of news about upcoming titles, including a smash hit sequel made by an Australian team. Sports Story, the follow-up to 2017's Golf Story by Brisbane Sidebar Games, is out next month. It's got cricket, tennis, soccer, BMX, and even a bit of Metal Gear-style stealth action. Amazing. 
Rogue Legacy, which released on to PC in early access in late April, has been lauded by critics as a bigger and better than the 2013 original in every way, is out right now on the Switch. A Space for the Unbound, the slice-of-life side-scrolling adventure game by Indonesian studio Mojiken, which was caught up in a bit of publisher conflict just a few months ago, will arrive on the Switch on the 19th of January next year. Goodbye World is a GBA-style game about a couple of developers who are trying to make the next big Game Boy-style hit. It's got a fantastic art style, and it's cool to see some semi-autobiographical storytelling happening in this cute little title. It'll arrive later this month. Botany Matter is a puzzle game set in a beautiful chateau where you solve plant-based puzzles. It looks chill and cozy, with a mix of puzzle-based walking sim and gardening game elements. And finally, Pepper Grinder is a pixel side-scroller by Ark Ek, where you grind through subterranean levels with a big drill, gatling gun, or mech in some fast-paced action. There's plenty more to see, so check out the show notes for more titles announced. Hot off the back of the cyberpunk animated series, Netflix says it's moving ahead with its next video game franchise adaptation, Gears of War. On the 16th anniversary of the first game's release, Netflix took to Twitter to announce that it'll be working on a live-action feature film, followed by an adult animated series. While Gears of War is a relatively popular series in 2022, back in 2006, it was massive. I spent a lot of time playing this game, and it was one of the major selling points for the Xbox 360. There's going to be a lot of older gamers out there praying that Netflix do them right with this one, so we'll just have to see when it arrives on our subscription services. I can't wait to see how thick everyone's necks are going to be in this game. That's all I remember from Gears of War. They better be thick. (laughs) Activision Blizzard, in a rare move for the company, have learned from their mistakes, as the original Warzone won't be disappearing when Warzone 2 is released next week. After the shambles of a release that was Overwatch 2, which saw the original Overwatch deleted completely at launch, it seems Activision Blizzard isn't taking any chances of fan backlash with their most popular franchise. In a massive blog post on Wednesday, the company outlined more details about the upcoming sequel and confirmed that the original map won't be thrown out, but instead remain intact as Call of Duty Warzone Caldera. As for upgrades, cosmetics, and other progression is concerned, it gets a little confusing, as is often the case with this free-to-play model that we're destined to endure. It's actually not that bad an idea to have the old game still available. I imagine most people are going to move across to the new one, but if you've got some diehard fans who want to play the old game, there's still a place for them. If you're a fan of PlayStation's Horizon franchise and MMOs, well, get ready because we might have something that brings those two things together. We already knew that Guerrilla Games and Sony have confirmed spin-offs for the like the PSVR 2 Horizon Call of the Mountain, but new reports are claiming that Sony is also working with NCSoft uh, on an MMO set in the Horizon world. According to MTN, a South Korean financial news site, It's in the very early stages with the two companies allegedly still discussing their partnership. But of course, this hasn't been officially confirmed. It's speculation at this point, but we'll wait and see what happens because I actually really love the Horizon world. Despite its sort of open world busy work, it's kind of fun to explore. So if there's a new way to check it out, and it's with your friends, that might be something pretty enjoyable. I'm a little bit hesitant on this one. I can just see myself having to collect lots of reeds and rocks and herbs and things. And I don't know. I, I don't know if MMO is where I want Horizon to go, but we'll wait and see when we've got more info, I guess. 
That's it for news. Here are the games releasing this week. Pentiment, the latest game from Obsidian Software, comes out on the 15th. This one was designed by a small team of just eight, helmed by Josh Sawyer, the game director behind Fallout New Vegas and the Pillars of Eternity series. It's set in the 17th century, has a really cool medieval art style, uses font to convey emotions and character quirks. It looks rad. Out on the 15th is Bound by Blades, the indie action RPG by first-time developer Zeth. Prepare for a wealth of intense boss battles solo or co-op with a friend. It's coming to PC, Switch, iOS, and Android on Tuesday. Call of Duty's Warzone 2.0 is out this week on the 16th. It's got a lot of improvements from the previous game. There's also a Warzone DMZ coming, which is a narrative-focused extraction mode similar to the PC hit Escape from Tarkov. It'll be out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox on the 16th. Out on the 17th is the latest in the Goat Simulator series, Goat Simulator 3. That's right, they've only made two of these despite this being the third. It looks to be what you can come to expect from the series, but the madness is more polished and it looks a little bit better than ever. It's out on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and S this Thursday. The week of sequels continues with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet coming this Friday. The franchise continues on. There's a whole bunch of new Pokemon to collect. I mean, you've played a Pokemon game. You know what they're like. There's a stack of war there, but it's got a pretty open world uh, sort of design to it, which has got a lot of nostalgia as well built in. You can pick it up on the Switch on the 18th. Horror fans rejoice. The latest game in the Dark Pictures Anthology series by Horror Studio Supermassive Games is out on the 18th. This one's called The Devil in Me, and it focuses on a group of documentary filmmakers who find themselves trapped in what can generously be called a murder castle. Um, it sounds spooky. I'm on board. I love these games. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Adam Christou. And my name is Gianni Giovanni. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love listening to Sifter. So if you'd like to support our work, we've got a Ko-Fi where you can contribute whatever our work is worth to you. Even a small amount makes a big difference to us. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash support, where even a couple of dollars helps us keep making our shows. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, Kyle Paletto, Fiona Bartholomeus, Daniel Eng, Daniel Hines, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer, and my name is Gianni Giovanni, and I'm the executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune. And thanks to both Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. Did you know that the original Final Fantasy creator, Hironobu Sakaguchi, made a spiritual successor to that legendary series called Fantasian for Apple Arcade, and every level in the game is a handmade, physical miniature model. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing, and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today at sifter.com.au forward slash arcade for a one month free trial of Apple Arcade and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. This offer is for new subscribers only $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. 